Respectfully Disagree Podcast. We are back in the building. Got E with us. Got Coach with us. Got Avery on the line. Avery, can you hear everybody? Can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. Well, ain't nobody else spoke yet. I just want to make sure. Okay. Yeah, I can Uh, hear you. E, go ahead and say something. What's up, bro? Yo, yo, I can hear E. All right. What up, Waldo? (laughs) I hear Coach. Cool, cool. So we I can good. Hear, I can hear the sassiness in his voice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. Here y'all go, man. Look, what, what happened to the safe space, man? That's what we on today, uh, dog. Yeah. All jokes aside, man. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, this is a continuation to uh, the, the, the question. Do men really have a safe space to express themselves? And, you know, for those that hadn't had time to check out part one, I was just simply trying to lay the groundwork or the foundation for why I wanted to touch on the conversation. You know, it wasn't necessarily from a personal perspective or me trying to get my emotions out. It was just simply looking at all the things that's going on around the world today and how men are, in my opinion, negatively impacted when it comes down to just simply being able to open up or express things that's going on in their life and the world comes crashing down trying to make me feel bad. And like I said, I, I made the post and several people commented on my social media page and said that they wanted to chime in. So we here tonight. Like I said, the fellas pulled up and all I ask is that at the end of the day, we, we have a serious conversation. Like, in my opinion, something of this magnitude, you're dealing with the holidays, wintertime, you know what I'm saying? A lot of times, you know, depression and stuff kicks in. You know, people are mixed emotions, sickness, death in the family, financial issues surrounding the holidays, all kinds of things. So the floor is y'all's, man. Let's, let's talk. Whoever wants to open up first, feel free. Like I said, uh, tonight is a safe space, fellas. Let's 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 have it. All right, I go first. Well, when you originally asked the question, my response was no. So then I thought about it. You know, it was a couple of days ago, so I've had a chance to think and you know whatever. But then I had to ask myself. You know, honestly, it ha- I, I have. It's just the fact of me not wanting to open up and express whatever was going on for whatever whatever reason, whatever whether I was feeling, you know, you know, ashamed at the you know, ashamed at the moment or overwhelmed or whatever reason, I chose not to speak up, you know. I think that when I stopped and really thought about it, it was on me not using the spaces that were there available to me. And so, you know, I, ch- I kind of changed my answer. So it's like, you know, I think that I have had spaces to where, you know, I am safe. I just haven't used them because I didn't want to, you know, open up or whatever issue I had at the time. So let me ask you this. With that being said, do you feel like sometimes that has something to do with our upbringing as to why we're reserved or you're you're cautious of, who it is that you open up to. Everybody's like, hey, bro, I'm always there for you. Like, to me, that's the common thing to say. But it's like, 
are they really there for you? Yeah, and I think I mean it's I mean, it's, it's a combination of both. I mean, you know, you do like I said, I think I I think I mentioned it on your post. You know, you you do have to have you know a mentor or you know or some brothers or, or some friends to where you feel comfortable at. To where you can be like, hey, bro, this is what I'm going through, especially as we get older. Because now, now that we're older, it's not just, you know, I'm dealing with this, I'm dealing with that. You know, now, you know, I'm dealing with, you know, issues, you know, as, you know, as a father, as a leader, you know, as a, you know, so mm-hmm. like now the stuff that I'm dealing with, it doesn't just affect me, you know, everything that affects me, to, you know, affects everybody I love. And so, you know, so, so now, you know, I, first off, you know, I had to realize that, you know, I had to start opening up, and I didn't realize that until I, you know, until I hit rock bottom and I had to go to therapy and things of that sort. So, you know, my therapist helped me, you know, get to the point to where, you know, I have to open up because, you know, I was blowing up at everybody. Right. But, you know, I think that, you know, like you said, it's it's a stigma, you know, when, you know, when, you know, when we were raised coming up, you know, and you know the '80s and the '90s and the early 2000s, it was you know just man up, tough up, you know, shut up, you know, don't cry, don't this, don't that. And then as we get older, we try to realize that hold up, you know, you know, daddy didn't cry, but daddy was also dead at 45 from a heart attack. Right. You know, uncle, you know, uncle never said nothing, but you know, uncle struck up, you know, stroked out, was gone by 55. And so you know, yep. I think that you know, as we started to see that, we had a we had to stop and realize that hey, you know, holding everything in. It only hurts yourself because after so much, and heart can only take so much. So, yeah, I think that's when we, as we got older, we had a, we started to see some of our mentors and our elders go out that route. We like, hey man, we got we got to start making changes because I'm not trying to do, I'm not trying to go out like that. I'm that or whether or not we paid attention to it. The older I get, I realize in my perspective. That might be why I saw a lot of my uncles and stuff sitting around drinking all the time or people doing drugs. And it wasn't because necessarily they was a drug addict, but it's like it's a coping mechanism. Yeah. That's my escape from the real world and the problems that's going on here. Let me smoke one real quick. Let me throw a couple of these beers back, keep my mind stimulated so that I ain't got to worry about it. And then once I do sober up, it's like, damn, here go the real world with the problems. And it's like, to me, I feel like, you know, going back to what you're saying, I think growing up, I used to hear that too. And I had to catch myself because I do that to my son. I ain't listen to all that damn crying. Shut that damn crying up. You better toughen up. Boys don't cry. And then I have to catch myself because I'm saying to myself, it ain't necessarily that my son is tearing up from a wimpy perspective. It's just he just has this built up emotion. He's confused. He don't know what's going on. And this is simply like basketball shit, shit that don't even matter. Like right. he shouldn't feel that type of pressure trying to go play basketball when he should be out there having fun at nine years old. Mm-hmm. So even with that, it's like I have to catch myself from falling down that same rabbit hole of, punishing your son for being human. Like I get it. You know, all I would hope all men is like, Hey, I want my son to be tough, not scared of nothing. I get that. But where do you skate down that thin line of trying to teach your son how to be tough, but at the same time, open up enough to where it's like, if something is bothering him, 
you're not afraid to come and talk to me. And it's like, it's so many layers that you can pull back. This is from a father perspective, but then you jump into a relationship perspective and it's like, you sit there and try to open up to your significant other. And sometimes that gets shoved back in your face. So now you shut down again. So that's what I'm saying. It's like, Mm -hmm. it's, it's a lot to it. Go ahead, Avery. My bad. Yeah. 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 It's, I was just getting to bring that up too. It's like you ask, is there a safe space for men to express themselves? And for me, um, I look at, you know, um, the ones that I, uh, I love and I, I care for my homies like you guys. And yeah, this, you guys are a safe space. I know that, um, I can come to you guys and just, you know, just speak my mind and get an honest feedback. There is no bias that comes from that. But there's been times, man, growing up and in different relationships where I have vented and um, two, you know, women that I've dated, and I'm talking about serious relationships. And, you know, I opened up my heart, you know, and, you know, you know, they say, y'all, man, you've been emotional stuff. I'm just being honest. And I've opened up my heart to them and, and explained to them my situation. And at that moment, it was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I understand that, you know, I got you, I got you. And then, you know, when the, you know, when the chips are down and, and, you know, they throw that right back in your face, you know what I'm saying? It's like they use that against you. And that makes you, um, uh, you know, more reluctant to open up and, you know, allow people in your life because it's like every time that you, you know, you, uh, you open up to someone, you introduce this side of you to someone, it feels like they're going to use this against you at one point. It just makes you not want even to um, discuss that. It makes you want to basically not get close to people. And I feel like that's possibly a reason why, and this is just based on my relationship wise, um, that, you know, I've been single so long. It's like, man, I can't, I don't even trust people right now. You know what I'm saying? It's rough out here. And as a, a man, as a black man, especially, you know, we get labeled all these different type of, um, you know, you got to man up, you got to do all this, you know, the stigma behind that. And like what Coach was saying, it is imperative. It's important. You have to seek therapy, man, because I'll be honest, there's been times where, and um, it's just it's like, like work-related things like that, where the, the stress of life um, has been so much, man, it feels like you just want to explode. And, and I've had to catch myself. Um, before I say something that could really potentially harm myself and, you know, what I've done, the career I've built, and it does get a little rough. But, you know, I will say that um, just, you know, being able to talk with y'all, hanging out with y'all, you know, shooting and shit. Like, I know me and Coach, you know, he calls me Waldo, and <laughs> I originally took offense to that. But, honestly, it's one of those things where, man, it comes, at the end of the day, it does come from a place of love. Yeah. He ain't saying that to be malicious. That's just his nickname for me, you know, and we joke and play. And we have that type of relationship. Same with you, Adrian. Same with you, E. We have that type of relationship. And I think that's something that um, that that needs to be um, said. It's just it does get a little rough out here for us. Absolutely. You quiet over, E. Let's, what you got, man? What you got? I mean, with me, it's, it's, it boils down to, like, I got to I gotta trust you first and foremost to open up to you. That's the key. I got to trust you. And it's like what Avery said, though. Like, a lot of people use that as a weapon against you if you vent to them. You know what I'm yep. saying? Like, with me, 
You know what I'm saying? Y'all, you've been knowing me for a while. Been knowing Coach since the Broncos. I met Avery through you or whatnot. You know what I'm saying? Like, <clears throat> I open up, but I don't open up at the same time. There's really, like, only two or three people that I open up to outside of my mm -hmm. family. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. my, my homie, my homie Nina and my lady, Ashley. Okay. Only two. For real, because like they 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 like know know me, you know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. and uh, you know what I'm saying this is just I'm just big on that trust factor or whatnot because I don't want to talk to you and then you and then it's and then it's more so like can you relate to what I'm going through? That's big. That's, that's big. Right that there. Can you relate to what I'm going through? Because I I I for one hate talking to people. Let me rephrase. I ain't gonna say hate. I despise talking to people about certain shit and. That's all you hear is, ah, I feel you. I understand. I know you don't. No. Like, you don't have a clue. You know what no. I'm saying? So that's why it's kind of hard to have certain conversations with people about certain stuff that's going on in your life. Mm -hmm. For me, two things touching on, on what you're saying. It's like, I have a problem, and I, I don't mean to do it. Sometimes I have to catch myself. When different people are venting or sharing things with me, I try to share a similar experience only to paint a picture of what you're saying. Like, I understand yeah. what you're going through because this one time this happened to me, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I'm I'm thinking in my mind that I'm trying to give soundful advice to let them know somebody else is going through this. This is how I got out of it. But then some people are like, damn, bro, why are you always making it about you? Oh, yeah. That's the problem that I have. And yeah. it's like also going back to what you're saying. I learned at a at an early age that I have to be mindful who I vent to. That part. Because you tell people stuff and then a couple of weeks down the road a little birdie come and circle back. Yeah. And you hear what you said to somebody from a third party yeah. source. And now it's like obviously I can't tell you nothing because all you're going to do is go back and tell everybody what it is that I was doing. So that's why I was asking you coach earlier. It's like, is our childhood a part of the problem too? Because we're conditioned to hold certain things in. And now we're getting into that point in life where it's like, maybe it is beneficial for me to go talk to a professional. Right. Because even if they do go out and say something, they don't know anybody that I know. So I'm not right. afraid of whatever I disclose coming back. And now it's in my inner circle right. that I'm sitting on a couch somewhere pouring out all my feelings. But then that's still the issue because is it really a safe space if we're fearful of us pouring ourselves out coming back to us? I mean, why, why should you be afraid of that? I mean, I, 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 and I think, I think that like, I had to get to like I had to get to a space like I'm like I don't care like I'll tell anybody I've I've been to therapy many a times. The only reason I'm not right now is because I had because I had to stop going when I had to get this when I bought my truck and that was because I mean because don't get me wrong therapy is expensive it's it helps but it's highly expensive and so like I had to pause because I had to, I had to make a truck payment now so that's where my money went to but it's like you know. I was ashamed for a second because especially in the black community, you know, it's frowned upon. Oh, trust to the Lord. You know, you, you, you don't got faith. 
I got faith, but also I got problems. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I need to talk to somebody. You know, like you said, talking to you, you give me your perspective. You know, you know what I mean? And you feel me and you and you know, and you're you know, you're trying to relate to me. But I need to know some. I, I need to go to somebody that actually knows how to study the brain and know and how to, you know, okay, this, you know, on the surface you might see this, but then when you actually talk to them, they let you know well you're like this because back in, back in you know when you were seven years old this happened and this you know and that caused you to do this and now this has become your habit because you're trying to protect yourself and so I think that we have to get rid of that stigma. That therapy is bad because it's not, mm-hmm. and so. But like you said, and then it's like you know. But like you said, it, it is it is from the childhood because you know, like you said, we it, that was that was modeled to it. You know, when all the family came over, all the girls they all went upstairs and they talking and they talking relationships and life and this that, and the other. All the fellas in the all the fellas in the downstairs in the basement talking football. Yeah, and that's it. You know. Even you know, even you know, even though everybody knew that Uncle Tony and uh, Aunt Ebony was fighting and breaking up, and you know, Uncle Tony got got a baby by you know by the by Tanya down the street. You know, the, upstairs they talked about it, but downstairs nobody mentioned it. Not at all. And I think that, and, and I think it's like you said. So, so we were conditioned to you know what goes on in the house stays in the house. You better not say a word until we we realize what damn. That's really messed up because some of the stuff is really messed up. But we need to discuss this so we stop repeating the pattern. Like you said, we got we we all got boys, mm-hmm. and so like like you said, cause like you know when I, I remember when I was younger, I told my son, you know, wind burns don't lose because we wasn't losing. And then the first time he lost, he lost his mind because he doesn't remember. Well, I'm a loser. No, brother, you, you're not a loser. But you told me we don't lose, and it's like. Yeah, it hurts, man. It, like, it hurts. DJ said ch- church folks are the worst, especially the old school ones who don't believe in therapy. That's true. They are. That's true. And uh, here I go, get ready to do it again in terms of trying to share a personal experience just to make it relatable. It's like I grew up, both of my grandmothers were mothers of the church. Mm-hmm. Every Sunday, faithfully. Sunday school, all everything, all the afternoon programs, they was in church all day. So my grandmother, every Saturday, I'm pulling up in that driveway. I'm going to blow the horn twice. If you're going to Sunday school, come out. I hear the horn blowing. I'm not going. I don't even have the, the, the courtesy to go to the window or go to the door and tell her I ain't going. I would just let her blow. And it was one of them things where, my reservation for going to church was because I saw what everybody was doing Monday through Saturday. Right. And I'm saying to myself, I'm not going to go sit in this building when I know all these people that do the same things that I do. And then y'all look at me like I'm this bad person, or it was actually people that didn't want their kids around me. And I'm like, hell, I'm the straight A student. I don't do drugs. Don't do none of that. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, I'm watching y'all kids do everything that y'all painted this picture that I was doing. So I was always Mm -hmm. against it. I believe in Jesus. I've been baptized. I've done all of that. It's the actual people in the church that I had opposed to. Yeah. So I I understand what he's saying. I get it. Yeah. I mean, so uh, my dad is a minister 
Um, we, like I said, we, we grew up in the church as well. You know, when we did live with him, it was, hey, you know, if we didn't have that choice. You know, you're getting up, you're going to church. And that would that's what it is, you know. Um, you would have thought that, you know, a place like that would have been the perfect safe space for uh, for individuals to, you know, for men to, uh, you know, speak with someone and, and you know, and just have someone to vent to and, 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 you know, listen and hopefully they have some type of some advice that will, you know, help you to, you know, relieve whatever issues you're having. But, you know, when you see dirt done by the same individuals who are supposed to be holier than thou, it's like it makes it so hard to even listen to, you know, what they have to say. You know, you got a pastor that's on, you know, on Sundays, he's, you know, he is, that's his flock. That's his church. He's going to make sure that you feel like you belong there. But Monday through Saturday, you know, he he ain't, he ain't living right. A lot of these people are not living right. You know, it's it, it, and I'll tell a story. And you know, it's it happened. Um, it's years ago, but there was a time where you know my brother had made a uh, made a grave mistake, and it cost us to um, you know have to deal with some legal issues. Um, I love that he's changed his life around, and you know I'm glad to see him looking and thriving. But there was a time where he had made a mistake, and it's like that individual um, came to our home and said, "Look, I have your back. We have your back. We're going to see you through this." Yada yada yada. Ain't seen that man since. Not in my house, you know. So it's like you give me that impression that everything's going to be all right. And, you know, you're going to do everything in your power to uh, assist. And, you know, it's like that notion that this was supposed to be a place where you felt safe and felt protected. And, and you didn't think you want to get judged by individuals who are in that position. And it was the complete opposite. You know, it, then you tackle on the fact that that man's doing his dirt. You know, he, he you know, he's uh, committing adultery. And, and, you know, cheating on his wife and, and, you know, doing all the things that he's supposed he, he's not practicing what he's preaching. And it just, that's just one of those spaces that you felt like it was supposed to be safe. It really not. You know, I don't care if I said, you know, the church. And I struggle with my religion, you know, and that's probably uh, another reason why it's hard for me to open up in certain matters just because I have that um, struggle inside me. And that's just one of those reasons. It's just, you would think that a place like this would be safe for us, and it's not. So, with that being said, here's here's a good, I don't want to say intermission, but it's like, based on everything that all of us have said thus far, driving back to the original question, because it almost sounds like we don't have a safe space still. So, it's like, how do we identify it without being reserved no matter where we go. Like we're always having this fence up. And again, the people in the church are human. I'm going to view them just as human as I am. Everybody makes mistakes. I'm not going to tell them, Oh, because you're the mother of the church and this and that, that you're not supposed to make mistakes because that's not fair to them. But it's like, how do we walk into these situations or how do we walk into our inner circle and be like, you know what? I'm really going through the blues right now. I want to sit down and talk to y'all about it, but I don't know if I really can. I mean, he said it best. I mean, it all, it all boils down to trust. I mean, cause you know, we all 
are going through something. And we mm. all are, you know, we've all been there to where, you know, we, it's just, I mean, I, it's, you, you have to establish trust. Like, you know, we, you know, like, I like, like with me, I can't, I'll broach it. You know, I'll mention, like you said, some of the stuff, like, like some of the stuff is layers. And so I'll mention something surface. And if it's, you know, okay, if I see that I can, you know, go past level one or level two, then, you know, I might open up a little bit. But if I, but if I say something and it's like, <laughs> then I'm like, nah, okay, cool. It's like the time or the place. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I, you know, and I'll just won't say nothing at all. And so, like you said, it, it you have to have that trust with people. Like, like he's, like he said, you know, it's, you know, he said, you know, he mentioned two people, you know, I'm like it too. It's like I have. Yes, like I said outside. I said outside of family because I consider y'all as family. Yeah. Y'all part of that family tree. Yeah. Outside of that, you know, what I'm saying like for me, like prime example. Remember, remember when I hit you up when I was like, I'm getting divorced. Mm-hmm. Remember we had that conversation. Of course, nobody knew about that outside of my family. I found out. She I, y'all found out because of the other party was right. on Facebook. I was like, damn, being I, reckless. Yeah. And I straight hit you up. I you know what I'm like, saying? But I ain't talked to nobody about that outside of my family. You, you, Avery, Avery. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Was over in the island somewhere. He soon as he came back, he you straight. First thing he said, you straight. Like I came back and seen all of his stuff. First thing he said, you straight, you good. You won't talk. You know what I'm saying? And y'all and y'all respected it when I said I, I don't want to talk about it. Right. Because there was nothing to talk about. Right. Yeah. And we left it alone. And even with that, something of that magnitude, when you did call, I'm saying to myself, for somebody to even trust me with that right. type of information, that's a that's right. a respect thing. Yeah. And that's why I say to you, it's like some people, going back to what you're saying, you had to earn that. Hell yeah. Because soon as you get off the phone – I call this person, call that mm-hmm. person, go do this and do that. And it's like, come on, bro. Right. That's it's a dangerous that, game. That goes back to the church thing. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, they talk worse than, than people on the outside. As <laughs> soon, soon as you talk to them about something, 80% of church know Man. what's going on. 80%. And I'm a that pray, day. And I'm going to pray for you. No, 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 no. That good. day. <laughs> and that's just one thing that <laughs> no, I I, I, I don't me, like please. when people say that I'm going to pray for you. I need to see a, a, a video of you on your hands and knees praying to Big Sandals about me. That's what I want to see. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even want you to, to, to comment it, to text it, nothing. I need to see a physical video of that. I'm going to tell you another thing, though. It's like, why us men? This is another thing that we talked about. It's like, are we not human or some shit? Are we not supposed to go through stuff? It's wild. Society has has brainwashed the world into making men feel that way. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I, I don't get it, man. And, that, and people be wondering why come, like, we go early. Because yeah. we have so much... On our heart, on our mind, like the you know the heart can't can only take so much. Yeah, right. And it's like, and it's like we have to. It's like we have to perform. It's like, it's like. Don't get me wrong. Like my kids got great mothers, but I'm at wall, 
And if that wall break down, my kids is exposed. And I'd be mm-hmm. damned if I let them down. And so it's like, like you said, I mean, just just the everyday pressure of I gotta protect. And you know, and and and, and like you said, and it's also like, you know, so we can't and it, it, we 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 can't break down. Yeah. Because if we break down all that falls yeah, apart. Fail, failure has never been an option when it came to the kids. That's one thing yeah. that I refuse to let happen. I I mm-hmm. won't fail them. Right, because like, like I mean, this is stereotypical. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say it because like if mama if mama messes up, mama can go back to mama. Mama can go to auntie. Mama can get you know. Mama can get help from other places. When daddy break down, who can we go to? It's rough. And I'm telling you, bro, I, I, look, I'm doing it again and I hate it. <laughs> I've hit rock bottom several times in life. I have a knack of, again, just letting the outside world think that life is still going normal. Everything right. is fine, is, is dandy. And I didn't have anybody that I can pick up the phone and say, look, I'm in a very serious bind. Financially, I need to do this, 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 and that. I don't have anybody that I feel like I can call on. So right. now I'm having to depend on myself. And like you're saying, I can't let life beat my ass because if I lose that battle, everything around me crumbles. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes it 10 times harder right. as a man because you have all that pressure of the world, like you said. I'm the wall. I'm the protection. I'm the provider. I have to do all of these things and transforming the conversation. That's why I feel like sometimes talking to a significant other or talking to a female, they don't necessarily understand because they can't relate to what that pressure feels like. Going back to what you're just saying, like if something happens, oh, me and the kids, we got evicted. Somebody's going to open the door right. because yeah. they got kids with them. Yep. Mm-hmm. We ain't going to let you and these kids be out here. But if a man falls hard, now I got to sleep in my car. We got to like, figure it out. Man. It's it's rough, man. And it we is. Figure it out. And, 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 and mm-hmm. it's funny because that's actually happened. It is like, you know, you know, when, you know, when, when me and, when me and my oldest, her mom, you know, when, when, when we broke up and, you know, because of pride, wouldn't let me come home. I slept in my car. Mm. And, 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 and it was it was pride because like because like cause like like luckily now that I'm on the other side of my struggles and don't get me wrong I'm nowhere close to being fixed but now that I understand that you know this is a process and I don't feel bad in saying that I'm messed up and I need help. I realized that I had people that I could have turned to, but I didn't because I just, mm-hmm. I was too prideful. I was the fear of, of asking for help. Of asking for help. And so instead of asking, hey, <laughs> bro, can I crash on your couch? Screw it. I just go find a, find a white, find a white castle at McDonald's, lock my doors, get up on a blanket, go sleep, wake up in the next day, hit the Y, shower real quick, go to work like nothing was wrong. And the, the the mental space of all of that. And that's why still sticking with being able to talk to significant others, because I've been in relationships similar to what you were saying, Avery, it's like 
you go through these hardships, you thinking that you got a companion and that you're releasing, taking some of this pressure off of yourself and you talking to them and the first argument or the first anything that come up, they going to ball it all up man, they take, and throw it at you. Man, they take word for word notes. We're talking can, about low blows. They can tell you exactly what you said, every word in your... And you're this and you're that and you're, and you're stepping your car, nigga. It's like, damn. Yeah, low blows. I told you that because I wanted to. And you're supposed to be it. somebody I, I can trust. And, yeah. and, that, and it's like, bro, like, again, there, there's the million dollar question. Do we really have a safe space? It's hard. It, if we do, the percentage is real low. Right. Like, like I said, like exactly. real low. It's That's limited. what I said. I mean, it's like it's we limited. are, we're lucky to where we are. We can relate because you know, like you said, you're a dad, you're a dad, I'm a dad, and so so so. And, and I, I ain't I ain't exclude you, Avery, because you know you you one of us too. You know you little bruh, but it's like you no, know, I like I can I can comfortably sit on sit on the couch and be like, hey, bruh, I don't want to go home today, man. And you'll be like, I feel you, because I'm because there's days like that. We've all sat in our car. It worked. It is we're like, I'm just, hey. <laughs> I'm just, I don't even want to hear this shit. I went through that, dude, for like a year and a half, two years. Where like, like, my, my coping space was work. Yep. Like, it, it got to that point to where like, I was happy being at work. And you know how a lot of people hate going to work. Yeah. As soon as that, as soon as I punch that clock, closer and closer I get to the house. I'm like, man, fuck. I do not want to go here. Like I, I've been like that a lot. Like I, I've always like, it's been times where like I'd be like, shit, I do got mom's keys. Look at the house keys. Mom's keys is is looking like shit. That's the route. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's been, it's been plenty of times I didn't, I didn't been like that, man. But back to what you were saying about the the significant, significant other, like not being able to talk, open up to them. That's that. that I mean, it's that's it's a thousand knives to the heart. Yeah, that is. Cause like when even when you speak to them and they sweep that shit up under the rug, really like not. you have to deal with it. Like they. There's a difference between hearing and listening. Facts. Most of that shit get heard. They're not listening. Oh, okay, cool, whatever. Sweep that bullshit up under the rug. Deal with it yourself. Exactly. And then, like, they be wondering why can we be acting the way we be acting. That's so why I said, I again, I, I don't want to make it about women, but it's like sometimes I just, and I apologize ahead of time, it's like I don't know if they're wired to understand. Because everything is emotion based. Yeah. The logic is not there. Like I like to speak with logic. Does it make sense? Yeah. Where some people, when you talk to them, there is zero logic. It's just, everything is an emotional reaction. Like you saying, you hear it, but are you really listening? Because if you're able to just spit off responses, nah, you ain't hearing what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, nah, it's, it's tough, man. Like yeah. I said, a thousand knives to the heart. It's yeah. been plenty of times where I'm like, 
I'm crying out without necessarily using the words I'm crying out. Right. Yeah. I'm trying to dance around it, but I'm trying to paint this picture that, bro, like I'm really down bad. And, and then, then when it's not received and it's just kind of like what you're saying, like deal with it. And then it. think about this though, like with, with your significant other and shit, like I, I pay so close attention to details. I don't need, you don't even have to tell me what's wrong. I can feel it. Right. Like, I really don't show emotions like that, but if you pay close attention to me, if I'm off, if someone's off, you can tell. Yeah. By by the way they speaking and their body language. And you can just feel it in the air. I'm big on body language. Like, you can feel it. Like, I could just look and be like, you straight? Yeah. You cool? Or is, is something going on? If you won't talk, we can talk. Yeah. What I hate is is that when you ask and they say, "Nah, I'm good," but and then not. and then it, it, it's like we know you're not, but then like when we we move away from the situation, it's oh you don't care. Mm. But I asked you. But I asked you, what's up? Yeah. If you don't want to talk about it right then and there, that's cool, fine. But I'm here if you want to speak. Yeah. It's tough. Man. That that's 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 one thing I don't get, man. But yeah, that that hearing and listening shit, boy, it's it's a big difference. Cause there was a lot of hearing in my situation, not a lot of listening. And I and I for one, ain't, I don't really open up to to people. You know what I'm saying? Like I, it's it's crazy because it's like I I get that from shit from my daddy, like my my father and my grandfather to be exact for real. Like when you growing up and you see two strong men. I ain't never seen my father down and out. Never seen him. The only time I've ever seen him vulnerable is when he got sick. Mm. So it's like by by seeing this, this is what as a young boy you want to be that yeah. strong man like your father. That's one thing that I will say that I I've been jealous of is as it relates to some of my peers. Because I've told y'all, I didn't really see that. I didn't have that. Right. It was always me and my mother. See, that's the thing. It's like, I never, so it's like, I was, I'm still learning off the seat of my pants because I didn't see, I didn't see none of that. Like, yeah. I had uncles who, I had uncles, they lived their life, you know, Christmas, Easter, holidays, you know, every once in a while, weekend, I, you know, if I needed, if I needed, if I needed advice, I, Get it off the, I get it on my own. I right. learn from the homeboys on the block. This is what they do. I'm copying them. And it's like, yep. so like, I'm like, I'm like, it's like, dude, I wish I had that. Cause and it wasn't until like, it wasn't until I got older that I actually was able to get a mentor to, I was able to actually sit down and ask some questions. I'm like, Hey man, this is what I'm dealing with. Well, this is no, and I mean, first they told me, he was like, I'm going to tell you right now. It's gonna be completely different, but this is how I made it through. And mm-hmm. so it was like, and, and like, and I was, I was in my twenties when I found that out. So my whole twenty-five above was a wash until I finally sat down and he was there, he was able to talk me through. And like even now, like sometimes I just call him like, "Hey man," because like my kids is older now. It's like you know, I got one in college, you know, I got one, you know, with a baby, and then I got my, then, then my, I got my two teenagers, and it's like, man, how do you go through these transitions? Because you know. My daughters, the only time they call me is when they want money. 
And it's like, and I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, so is that normal? He's like, yep. I'm like, so okay. He's like, you can't take it. He's like, don't take it personal. He's like, he's like, when they need you, they'll call yeah. you. But other than that, you know, and it, it, I mean, so you know, I asked my daughter, how are you fine? You good? Yeah. I get all my information from her mother and from my mother because that's that's who they talk to. Look, Aubrey's at that stage right now too. I'll be trying to break her little wall to let her know that I'm I'm here for you. Mm-hmm. But it's like I don't know if it's at preteen or Something. whatever it is. But real quick, because hopefully if Charles listens to this, he'll he'll vouch for me. I've always said me growing up and being around my mother helped me because I was always a hothead. I never held anything in. I was the one, if something's on my mind, I'm going to fucking tell you mm. right then and there. That's me now. I don't care what bothers you. If it bothers me, I'm going to let you, I'm letting you know. Right. But the older I've gotten, now I'm the opposite. Because what we've been talking about all this time, it's like, when I try to tell people something that's wrong with me, either it leads to an argument and it's spit back in my face mm-hmm. to where now I'm just saying, you know what? It ain't even worth it. Bottle that shit in. And then at times I'm like, am I losing myself? Because I know 10 or 15 years ago, I wouldn't have let that shit slide. But it's like, in my mind, I'm trying to protect the peace. But in reality, I'm destroying my own self inside to keep everybody around me happy. So it's like, damn, here we go again. Like, do we really have a safe space? Because growing up, my mother was that outlet. She saw me cry. She saw me go through all these different things. Whereas I feel like if I would have tried to sit down and do the same thing with my dad, toughen up. Yeah. You right. better not be fucking crying. You better not be this and that. So it's like it helped me. But now later on down the road, I just told y'all. I'm doing to my son what I'm assuming would have happened to me, but it's like I don't even know how to put the two together. Right. It's crazy, man. But like I said, it's I've been on this seesaw for quite some time in terms of I was a hothead, cussing people out, going back and forth to where now it's just like I just sit in silence. And I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. I mean, I'm the same way and because it's like I had to learn to pick my battles. And, 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 and you know what really made me start to chill? When I see it in my kids. Because cause my daughter, it's nuck if you buck. I mean, she's, she's she stay ready. It's like, but then my son is also like me to where he just won't say a word. Yeah. And it's like, man, like that's what, so, 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 so it's like, that's why, you know, it's like, I'm like you said, I'm trying to find that balance because, like you know, you know me. If I, like you said, I'm if I if it's on my mind, as soon as it, as soon as it hit my mind, it's out my mouth. And I but, but I got realized that some of the spaces that I'm in, I can't do that because I'm because you know, in my profession where I'm working at, just being honest, I work with all white women, and so when you see this right, so when you see this dude is angry, guess what I am. I'm now the threat. I'm now the monster. Cause I'm the I'm the angry black man flying through the hallways, ranting and raving. Yeah. So I got to realize, that, hold up, I can't do that. Cause I'm scaring people. Yeah. And then I also got to realize I got kids watching me, so I can't tell these kids 
they can't control their emotions, and I'm losing my shit. And so it's like, so I'm mindful of that because I got to realize the positions I'm in, folk are watching. And so, like I said, so I can't, so it's like you said, it's not, so I'm trying to realize picking my battles. Okay, is this, is this one, is this one I got to fight or is this one I got to let go? Yeah. Because I might, I might be right. I might be right. But me being right and expressing it in a way that I'm thinking is going to get the problem solved might scare somebody or might cause a whole lot more issues. And so, like you said, it's Won the battle, but you'll lose the war right. in the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Facts. Facts. I feel like, like it's just don't unhealthy <laughs> bottle that shit. It is. And, you know, I think as a, you know, as men, especially black men, we got to do better. You know, we got to, what did Marshawn Lynch say? You know, protect our chicken. You know, you know, we got to, you know, protect our mind, protect our body, protect our chicken, basically. And it's one of those things where um, we have to, in order for us to be successful, in order for us to be the, you know, the leader in the household, you know, the provider, the wall that you, um, you said, we have to put ourselves first. You know, it, it's important because, you know, if we allow this um, feelings that we have to just, you know, go unchecked, man, the consequences can be dire, man. And, you know, it, it just, it's a lot, but we have to uh, own up to the fact that, you know, we don't have all the answers, you know. Um, we are not right 100% of the time. And also, it is completely, completely okay to not be okay and you know we just have to accept that first then make sure that we are doing whatever in our power to um, you know rectify that so we can um, be that one that provider that leader you know that wall for our household for our, our spouses for our kids our family all that stuff and we just we got to do that i agree I agree there. E, you got anything you want you want to chime in real quick? Like I said, we we are all <laughs> saying all the same things, and it's like initially in my mind, I'm like, this is how I want the conversation to go. But that's what I love about this setting is like, I ain't coached y'all on this. Is what we gonna talk about? This is that. There's no notes. There's no nothing. We just in here. It's talking. always it's always a freestyle. We just talking. Dome. Like, yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't pretty much say what I needed to say. I mean, I could go on, but I don't, I don't want to ruffle no feathers today. Today is Sunday. All right, you, you, you protecting your peace. Yeah, I'm protecting as, my as peace. Fair, yeah, because like my, because my peace almost got destroyed Friday. Uh oh. Yeah, and this, this is growth. In me. <laughs> That's what it's about. It's growth. That's what it's because, all about. Because you know, I could have went off Friday. And yesterday, actually. But I chose not to. Protecting your peace. Protecting my peace. That's what it's all about. Yep. So, in terms of solutions, like, I think you just said it, Avery. We all don't, we don't have all the answers. Coach, I heard you say, you know, you were seeing the therapist. And it's like, what are some of the other remedies that, that we can have, you know, of course we already established figuring out who it is that, that you can trust and building that circle and 
trying your best to make sure everybody within this circle fulfills those check boxes in terms of these are the people that I want around me because I know not only are they going to help uplift me in my time of need, but we're going to be there to build and uplift each other. Like it's, it's a yin and a yang. Like we're, Mm -hmm. we're going to bounce back off of each other. That's why I've always gave props to Dante and Chris and them because when I met them, I was at UK. They already had this inner circle tightly knit. And then you fast forward. Now they're all grown and they're still tightly knit bouncing, you know, career goals and things like that. Those are the conversations that they have. Right. And I'm saying to myself, I had never seen that before. All we was talking about was getting drunk and girls and this, and it was never anything that was going to help prepare us later on in life. Right. So now that I'm older, we're fathers. These are the people that you want to surround yourself with. Like who's helping me be a better me later in life. Right. Like I don't want to be the old Adrian that's sitting around drinking, doing all this stupid shit. Like, nah, bro. Like I got a family now. Like, What's preparing me for life after 40? I'm going to be 40 next year, bro. Like, what's next? So what are some of the solutions? Of course, it ain't an easy answer. DJ ain't, DJ ain't right. Uh-oh. Leave alone, bro. What happened? What'd he, he say? He What'd he said, say? He said, F them, ruffle they flat feathers. Nope. <laughs> See, I'm over shaking. It's a safe <laughs> space. We said it's a safe space, bro. Like, that. at the end of the day, Again, I tell people, I'm not using this podcast to try to provide entertainment for the world. I hope people listen to it, but I'm not going to be on here gaslighting you, edging you to let it out there, let it out there so we can try to get some more views and then like it. Like, nah, bro, like you said right now, you you don't want to get into that space, then don't do it. Nah, DJ, I mean, I'm, don't I mean, do I'm, it. I'm cool, man. D, I, I ain't fucking with DJ, man. He on that bullshit right now, man. But yeah, man, like. I, 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 you know, like I said before, trust, trust is big with me. Trust and can you relate? That's mm-hmm. trust and relate. Can you relate to anything that I'm going through? Because I, I don't, I wouldn't want, I wouldn't feel comfortable you talking to me about something that I have no clue what you're talking about. Right. Because now I'm cheating you just as well as me. Yeah. I got the ear for you to listen. I'll listen to you. But it's like, my response ain't going to be like, what's, well, I mean, what what you really want me to say? Yeah, because it's gonna be like some BS if I say some shit. I think I think at a time like that, sometimes it's just, hey, bro, I, I just I just need I just need to let it out. Like, yeah. like cause, cause we talked about how you know, sometimes you know, let hold it in, hold it in, hold it in, hold it in. Sometimes it's like, hey, bro, I, I just need you here, just to chill. Yeah, just just let me, you know, like you said, because like I might not know. What you like, like I might not know what you are going through, because like you know I don't know I'm not nothing about a divorce. Yeah, but yeah. I but I know but I know you my boy. Yeah, so I know if you fucked up, you know it's gonna fuck me up. So I'm I can't say shit, but hey, we can crack this bottle or we can. That's that my favorite. That you said that actually, yeah. Like we're gonna get that bottle cracking. You you did tell me that. I mean, it's, I mean, yeah, that, I mean, but that you know what I'm saying. That, I mean, and and you know, like I said, that's it's cool. That's, that's, that's a cool gesture. That's all I got. But yeah. that's showing that hey, I, we can't do nothing. But yeah. I can, we can sit here, we can chill, we can watch this game, we can laugh yeah. about this shit. We just can, to just to take my mind off. And that's, shit. And that's, that's like, all it is. I think that sometimes that's all it you know, is, man. That's what, sometimes, like like I said, I started off with like 
I didn't realize, like, my first response was, no, I don't have a space space. But now I'm at the point where I'm creating these tapes. I'm, I'm, I'm creating these spaces. Because, like, I know. Because, like, you know, Adrian says it, but I also know the basement's open. And so, if I, so, so, so you know, if I, I know... If I'm really if I'm really going through some shit, and plus like with like like with his wife, Harp Harp is my that's my sister, and so I, and so you know I know that if I if I really need to sit down, I got a yeah. place to sit, because I, I you know we've created that, and so I think that you know, and so if you want that space, you have to create it, and you have to, and it takes time, it takes trust, it takes understanding, it takes all these different things, but it's there if if you want to create it. That's fair. That's fair. Mm-hmm. I think to answer your question, though, Adrian, um, I think that, you know, a solution would be for, I guess, society to, you know, we need to prioritize mental health. And I say that with the notion of we need to be teaching about this at a very young age, you know, from the time that, you know, we're kids all the way up into, you know, through high school. We should have classes that um, just, you know, basically come out and, and, and try to teach us how to um, approach certain things, how to make sure that we are um, protecting our peace. And that's just something that I thought uh, would be a good idea. I I agree wholeheartedly. And I promise I'm not going to go off on no tangent or nothing. We're going to try to keep this a- around an hour. Yes, teaching people about mental health is very important. But what I don't like about our community specifically is how all of our media and things are geared towards trauma and negativity. Mm-hmm. As you growing up, we had World Star. We had now it's the Shade Room, it's TMZ, and all it does is teach us about trauma and mental health aspects and this and that. I don't know if y'all saw today this whole thing with Cardi B right now. Nah, I seen it. She's online in front of a camera having yeah. a meltdown for the whole world. And it's like, we can sit down in a classroom and talk about mental health all day long. But if we're constantly being force fed all the world's trauma and everybody can relate to what she's going through, then are we really helping each other? I feel like if we are able to get rid of that type of shit, like there's never any news about black families thriving and this and like, it's always breakups, fights. This person is beefing online. That person is beefing online. And we're so drawn to that, like flies to shit, excuse my language to where that's all we consume. So from a mental space, we don't know anything other than betrayal, yeah. arguing, fighting, bickering. So we can learn about all the mental health that we want to. I feel like, in my opinion, the biggest thing is seeing change behavior. Right. If these kids aren't constantly seeing fight videos and shit all day, then they wouldn't go to school and try to replicate everything that they watch on their phones. Facts. So, like I said, I didn't mean to go off on no tangent, but it's like it it has to go hand in hand. We can teach all the mental health that we want to, but if all these young minds consume is fight videos, twerk videos, and everything else, 
then they're just going to go out and copy everything that they see. We have to change everything from top to bottom to help create these safe spaces, protect your mental health and things like that. Showing these kids stable homes, showing these kids what a healthy family actually looks like. It, it matters. In my opinion, it all matters. So in closing, man, like this is part two. Um, I'm going to reach out to Donnie down in Texas. Um, the guy from uh, the Thing About Us podcast reached out, Willie. He said he wanted to be on here. So we're going to continue to get different men's perspective. Women, if any ladies is on your live over there, if y'all want to chime in to yeah. see what what it is that, that y'all want to offer as a solution to help, because y'all hear what, what, what is being said. Men are talking about being able to sit down and open up without being judged or without being called sassy and everything like that. Like that's Weak. another issue. Weak. Men right. have emotions, but yeah. shit, you can't say it to a woman without her looking at you from a feminine perspective. Now the moment, the moment you say that shit or do anything, it's you don't care. It's crazy. It's the end of the world. You don't care. It's crazy, bro. It's crazy. So this is part two. Unless y'all got something else, I want to chime. Avery, appreciate you calling in, man. Being on the line. Yeah, no problem. No problem. Man. I appreciate that. You know, I appreciate you know being able to get some shit off my mind. Uh, just you know, after the last couple of days, this was uh, this was needed for everybody, bro. Like I said, it's it's been a, a long week in in more ways than one. DJ said uh, you was right. That's why the black community is is last in almost every category possible, but leads in incarnation. It's true. It's it's wild, bro. And so I'm like, it all it all ties in, in my opinion. Again, you can't paint a, a perfect world. It don't exist. A perfect world don't exist. But I'm saying that we have to be able to provide those examples to help change some of the narratives. And it's like how are we going to help these kids if we're not trying to get them to change behavior by showing them change behavior? Like it just don't work. But anywho, man, y'all know the routine, man, hit the like, share, subscribe. Um, if you're not already subscribed to the channel, man, hit that button, bro. Hit the thumbs up, comment, man, engage with the channel. Like don't come to all my Facebook posts and flood the Facebook, bro. Do have the same conversation on the YouTube channel. Yeah. Like that changes a lot of the algorithms and it starts bringing different traffic to the channel. That's the only thing that I'm asking for to try to help grow the podcast. So again, y'all know the routine question in your opinion. What should be the number one safe space? Mom, wife, or your boys? That is a good question. Ooh, great question. Hold on. I'm we ain't a, off here I'm yet. A, I'm going to say, your wife should be first. Mm. I um, mean, we we know. I mean, because this is you know the whole biblical thing. You get married, wife, all this other stuff. You would think that it would be your wife first. She got to be number one because that's who you with every day. You should be able to 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 talk to and open up to your spouse. 
without any issues. I would believe second would be your mom. It's either one or two, mom or wife, one or two. But wife should be one. I mean, wife should be one. But the fact that, we, but like we keep talking about, who can relate to it the most? Your boys. I but mean, let me say so, that. I, I'm going to say this. I mean, cut you off. I don't think it's the wrong It answer. really depends on what it's about. Too. Exactly. I was about to say that. What okay. you talking about? That's fair. If, it, if, it, if it we're going to narrow on, it down yeah. to topic. Then that's it depends fair. on the topic, but if we just speaking in general, I would think wife should be one because that's who you with on a daily basis outside of when y'all at work or whatever the case may be or whatnot. Like you, y'all saved it because y'all know I was like, this ain't the conversation where we supposed to hit yeah. the button, but I was finna hit the button. If if we're gonna say it in terms of depending on the issue, yeah, then that's fair because otherwise. And this is the part where I ain't going to get sentimental or nothing. But I just told y'all like 20 minutes ago. I went to my mother for everything. The first time I thought I got somebody pregnant, I went to my mother with that. My mother taught me about the birds and the bees. and Like, I can sit down with my mother and be an open book. Right. Regardless of whether it was me telling her, Stupid shit that I done done that I had no business doing. Like most kids ain't going to sit down and talk to their parents about the bad things that they've done in life. True. But she was always there to help me and point me in the direction that I needed to go. Even if I'm admitting that I done effed up and now I no longer have it. But see, the thing about this though, like when it comes to our parents, most of our parents, I'm not going to say all, most of our parents ain't going to be judgmental. Most of our parents is going to, you know what I'm saying, they're going to tell us, like, what it is. Right. Like, regardless if you're doing good or what you're doing, they're not going to sugarcoat nothing. That's how my daddy was. So my, that's why, yeah. answering the question, I felt like that was the safest yeah. space. I'm, I'm not saying that going to my wife is not a safe space, but I'm saying my mother was the yeah. safest. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, mean, get, I get you on that. Like I, I, like I said, that's, that's not a blanket answer because everybody's going to be different. And, like, none of those answers are wrong. But like you said, there's, I mean, it's just about the situation. Yeah. There's some things that, like you said, like, like I wasn't like that with my mom when I was younger, but we're like that now. Like, now I can talk to her about anything. Mm-hmm. And so, and then, but, it, but, but there are some things that's like, Got to stay in the house because you no, know, because we're supposed to be a team. So we got to discuss this as a team. But there's some stuff when I'm dealing with her, I can come to y'all. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. so so it's so, so so it's it's situational. But uh, there is no wrong answer in that though. Cause, Not at all. Yeah, you right. You right. That's what I was just saying. I was like, you know, sometimes when 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 me and her is is bumping hands, it's like. My mother was the one that would talk me off at ledge True. when I'm ready to do something drastic. Yeah. And it's like now yes, it ain't even that's, an option. That's, that's pretty much that's pretty much how my father was and shit cuz like he's been gone it'll be 7 years on the 9th next month. Mm. Yeah, 7 years on the 9th next month. And the crazy part about it is, like I said, this this whole divorce process and what kind of pissed me off about this situation because of what this person said 
was because they was like, well, what you think your father would have thought about this? And I'm just like, it, it kind of like was like a low blow Damn. to me and shit. Yeah. Cause I'm like, don't, don't, don't mention my daddy in this situation and shit. And I know that he would have been disappointed, but at the same time, he just like my mother, when I spoke to her about that whole ordeal, you have to do what's best for you. Amen. At the end of the day. He took the words out of my mouth. You got to do what's best for you. You said that shit to me. Ashley said that shit to me. My homie Nina said that shit to me. My brother and my sister, my my, my cousin, the Steelers fan, Tim, my cousin yeah. Courtney, they all said that shit to me. At the end of the day, you got to do what's best for you regardless who likes it or not. Facts. And that can be a whole nother episode in, in its own self. In terms of a safe space, sticking with, with what we talking about, Going through that process, I said that to you simply because we said it at the beginning. Stress is real. Hell yeah. Heart attacks and all kind of issues. Like, why stick through a situation that you know you're not happy? Like, you can love that person from a distance. If it's no longer working, you have to be strong enough to acknowledge that. And if you really love that person, you have to understand that if this is a situation that can't be fixed, if I really love you, then we got to love each other from a distance. Mm -hmm. Why keep somebody trapped and held down just so the outside world can what? Because in reality, do they really care? Who are we pretending to be happy for if we know Outside of these Facebook posts and outside of us holding hands in the mall, as soon as we get back in the walls of our home, we yelling and cussing at each other, yeah. doing all these different things. So you have to do what's in the best interest of you and what makes you happy. Because it's like I hate to talk about this shit on here and shit, but it was kind of like like a lot of stuff with this going on rubbed me so wrong because y'all see it every day on Facebook. I can't see it. I'm blocked. And it's a good thing that I'm blocked. Because y'all know how I am. I don't hold nothing. But it's more so the whole making sure she's fine. Fuck me, what I'm going through. But it's like it's cool. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's the people that I needed to check on me checked on me. And I'm fine with that. I don't need no nobody checking on me. I didn't announce that shit to the world. You know what I'm saying? Because you know how people are. Oh, my God, what happened? You straight? That's fake as fuck. You been praying for this shit for one. Like, I ain't, I ain't announced that shit. I, I took it for what it was and shit. Like I said, the, the people that checked on me was the, the people that should have checked on me. Nobody outside of that. Because I only told, like, a handful of people outside of what was going on on the social the social network or whatnot. Right. Which you know, I still to this day think the shit's funny for real. But like I said, know. that that I, we ain't gonna let you go yeah. down that rabbit hole, man. Yeah. We ain't gonna but, do that. But like I said, y'all y'all but yeah, it's like it's like I said, the, the 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 right people checked on me. Made sure I was straight. But it goes back to what you were saying earlier too, is like you see the different signs, you see the changes in people and things like that. So it's like just even based on some of your conversations and things on social media, you saw something was off. Oh, yeah. You saw it. And I'm one of them people where I'm like, 
I ain't going to be nosy and, and go diving into things. If he wants to say something, then he'll say something. Mm-hmm. I know something's going on, but it's mm-hmm. like I'm not going to be that person because, like right. you're saying, that's when you know, like, anybody that's coming in, hey, man, what, what's going on with y'all? I see da 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 Shut your nosy ass yeah. up, man. Go on yeah. somewhere. Man, you know, I I only spoke to and answered that question to the to people that, like, genuinely cared and was concerned. Yeah. Everybody else, I ain't got shit to say to you. That's fair. That's, that's real. Like I said, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna let you go down that rabbit hole. Yeah. That ain't what we talking yeah, about. Know, we safe space, yeah, but, but. mental health, men being able to express themselves, and that's what's important. Without feeling judged or people being judgmental, like yeah. I should be able. Guess what? Work kicked my ass so bad today. Coaching kicked my ass so bad today. If I want to come home and cry to my wife, I should be able to do that. Yeah. Right. If I need to have one of them uh, boys in the hood moments where I'm in there swinging at the, the air, I should be able to do that. And it's like, guess what? Real quick, before we get off here, <laughs> think about that scene, though. We turn that scene into a joke. It's a mockery. Like, we share it as a gif and everything else, trying to be funny. But that's really a powerful scene, bro. Yeah. Bro yeah. just lost his best friend. Everything's going on right now. And he went across the street to his lady house and cried in her arms. But as men, we was conditioned to laugh at dudes. And he got a shot, too, though. Don't forget that part. Don't leave that part out. <laughs> Don't leave that part out. Because he was on that motherfucking David clapping that motherfucker. Hey, you know what? You got to go you hit Charlie. You got to uh, hit the Charlie fell, button. Fellas. But he hit it all day. You know, it, was, it was due. We had a serious conversation all day. Fellas. It was due. Trey went over. He seen Ricky get hit with the, with the, uh, with the, with the sawed-off joint. Try to try to ride with Doughboy, got out the car, went to his old lady's house, boo-hoo, and commenced to clapping. Fellas, <laughs> let her know how you feel, man. You might get them cheeks. <laughs> Don't be afraid oh, to let it out, fellas. We oh, go. <laughs> we going off that note, man. Appreciate you, Avery, if you still on here, dog. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm just listening, but y'all wow. Yeah, we we like went all the way off on a tangent, dog. Ricky! It's E. There is no it's E with all. We had we had a serious conversation for like an hour with some change. Somebody had to bring the funny in there. Yeah. There it is. Like I said, safe space, fellas. The I respectfully disagree. Podcast is always here, man. Y'all pull up, let it all out. We and go. It's, it's like you said before you get off. Everybody looking at you. He said, if any women wants to get on here and speak their mind on whatever, that's the open invitation. The open invitation. Like I said, all you gotta do is call. Avery been on his phone for an hour and a half. He been hooked up to the podcast for an hour and a half. We can talk it out. Whatever. Y'all <laughs> let me know. Hit that like, share, and subscribe. We gone. Ass toasted, no competition. Amisha Coastal. I feel so high, I feel so live. My body.